Welcome back to another episode of Bless the She That Believe. Before we get started, let's go to the Lord with a word of prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, on this night, the day before we celebrate your son's birth into the earth realm, on this night, Father, we say thank you. We say thank you, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Amen. Welcome back to the Christmas Eve edition of Bless the She That Believe. This is Christmas Eve 2023. I usually do my, I try to usually do my podcast on Saturdays, but I decided to wait until Christmas Eve to do it because it's special. Um, this is the last episode for season two. Oh, man, I can't believe I've done two seasons already. Um, and I just started in March. Like This is crazy to me. Oh, my gosh. This year. This year. It's been a year, hasn't it, y'all? It's been a year. Um, I titled this um episode the christmas message it's a wonderful life and i titled it it's you know that because i'm about to actually go and watch i always watch it's a wonderful life on new year's eve um it's very sobering it's very humbling to watch that movie if you have not seen it's a wonderful life i highly suggest you watch it um it'll make you cry okay It'll make you cry. I've already been crying. Okay. I know y'all are probably like, oh my gosh, she's crying again. It's, it's been a year. (laughs) It's been a year. And, um, hmm, it's been hard. And I caught myself, me and my mom were talking yesterday. I caught myself complaining. There's some choices I made and acted on. And my mom called me out on it, holding me accountable, um, not just as a mother, but as a woman of God, holding a younger woman in Christ accountable for the choices and decisions that she made. And I thank God for my mother. I Y'all don't understand. Even if you have, um, if your mother doesn't know the Lord or whatever the situation may be, get an older woman who's been walking with Christ someone who's more mature than you are not just went to church for a longer period of time no someone who's actually walking to Christ get up under that sister okay glean from her um my mama called me out on my stuff you know and I told her I said you I said my you know I'm rattling off everything I've gone through for the past two years and I said I'm tired I said I'm mentally and emotionally exhausted by everything I've gone through. I said, my, at the beginning, the second day, January 2nd, 2023, I was told that I'm going to have to lose the ovary. <laughs> I said, I'm tired. I'm tired. I had lost a lot of weight and, um, which, you know, I was using a weight loss pill and, um, my doctor prescribed that and for me and, um, lost a lot of weight. They put my doctor that I was seeing, pulled me off the pill right before my surgery. So then I had surgery. And of course, because it's your ovary, they took an organ out of your body. 
the recovery time is like you feel like you can keep you know you can get up no you can't <laughs> so I mean I still have pains I'm still recovering it hadn't even been a year you know my surgery was in April like that was what eight months ago so I'm still recovering um and so of course I put all the weight back on because I was laying in bed eating you know like trying to recover <laughs> and I put all the weight back on you know and that happened and I had COVID COVID took me down um and then after COVID it started affecting my blood pressure so now I had another blood pressure medicine added because you know when you're a teacher it's like that's an initiation that's a rite of passage for teachers is to be on blood pressure medicine like not trying to make light of it or anything but teaching is very stressful and y'all don't realize how much we multitask and we have 15,000 things going on in our mind and that that stresses us out so a lot of teachers are on blood pressure medicine um when i was at elementary level my co-worker who was like i think she was 24 at the time she had to be put on blood pressure medicine her blood pressure bottomed out or whatever it did they had to take her to the er like rush her to the er um so she's on blood pressure medicine at 24 that was like three four years ago so now i had another one added to try to level it out and when that one was added it was still fluctuating going up and down so the car i had to go see a cardiologist cardiologist is like okay i'm gonna up the dose you know like it's it's been it's been a year i mean last year i went through stuff um man went through several things last year people started dropping off left and right not dying or anything but the lord was just moving people out of their life and you know when you have people that you think you could trust or people that you've been rocking rolling with for years and they you realize okay hold up we're gonna have to separate you know what i'm saying that's that's devastating because it got to a point where i was like i, I can't trust anybody you know like i can't i can't deal with you know it was it was a lie and the year before that i was raped like you know like it was it's been a the past two years it like i said mentally and emotionally draining but that doesn't give me a right to complain as hard as it has been whew, try not to cry as hard as it's been that doesn't give me the right to complain and i was complaining yesterday because things weren't having gone the way i wanted them to but what if all of the things that seem like they have fallen apart, the Lord allowed those things to quote unquote fall apart so that way he could put them together the way he needs them to be put together. And that's why I call this, it's a wonderful life because no matter what at the end of the day, God is good. Even when the world is on fire, God is good. Always. He is always good. He can't be anything else but good. And he loves us no matter what. His love for us never wanes. It never wavers. He loves us. Even in our mistakes, even in our slip-ups and our downfalls. He he knows our down-sitting and our uprising. He loves us. He is good and we are loved. And um my memories on Facebook popped up and um I had actually done a little photo collage two years ago of 
what I was watching and my Christmas tree. It was a wonderful life. And I made a post and it said, um, every year as an adult, I have come to appreciate watching this classic movie. It's a wonderful life. I see so much of myself in George. George Bailey is the main character of the movie. And basically, he had plans for his life. He had plans for his life. None of his plans worked out. So you see George about to make a major decision. And the way the movie is set up, you have the present. But then it goes back to the past and brings it all the way up to the present. And then it goes back to the present. So... I don't want to give too much of it away in case you haven't seen it. You may, I really want y'all to watch it. Um, but basically, he sees where things shifted for him and took him off his path that he had made for himself. So he he's complained so much when the movie starts. Um, he's complained about the current situation, the circumstances that he's in. Just complaining, complaining. He's bitter. He's angry. He's frustrated. Um, but by the end of the movie, he realizes how wonderful his life is. And I love to watch that movie because it reminds me of the plans I have for my life. I'm really trying not to cry. It reminds me of the plans I have for my life. And I know I've told y'all this. And if you hear my stomach, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I need a snack. <laughs> but um, the plans I have for my life are very simple. I just wanted to get married and have kids. That was all I wanted, to be honest. I didn't even think about going to college. <laughs> I just, I was like, I just want to get married and have kids and have a family. That's all I wanted to do. I didn't ask for any of this stuff. The Lord just kind of like, okay, whatever. I see your plans, but I want to ante you up, you know, and um, you're going to do all of this stuff. And it has been a blessing. But when I was talking to my mom yesterday, I was frustrated. I was crying. I was like, I'm tired. I didn't plan for any of this stuff to happen. Like I said, January 2nd of this year, I was told my ovary had to go. <laughs> like, we just started the new year, and this is how we're starting off. Last year, like the first week of last year, my house almost went into foreclosure because somebody didn't process the paperwork correctly. Because <laughs> the person was out sick in Atlanta. The person was out sick um, with COVID. Her whole family was shut down with COVID. And they're sending me notices. They're about to put a lien on my property. Like what? Like I'm telling you, the year before, um, I was told I owed $5,000 <laughs> because some paperwork got mixed up or whatever like that. I mean, every year for the past two, three years, something is like, I'm tired. I have a good reason. I'm, it's It's been a lot. It's stressful, you know? But no matter what, no matter what, God is good and his mercy endures forever. God is good and he is great and greatly to be praised. Like, hmm. let's just say this. 
all of the stuff that I've gone through, if I didn't go through any of those things, I would have nothing to talk about on this podcast. <laughs> I would have nothing to talk about on this podcast. There, like the stuff we go through, we don't just go through it for us. We go through it for other people. And it's hard. It's very, very hard because it's like, why do we like we're not guaranteed a perfect life social media may paint as such but it's a lie <laughs> nobody's life is perfect <laughs> but when you look at and i i said this this is echoing last week if you look at things like the fact that you woke up this morning it's a wonderful life the fact that you can make logical choices and decisions rational decisions like it's a wonderful life the fact that you can swallow your food without assistance you're not having to be hooked up to a machine to do the swallowing of the food for you to push it down to your stomach it's a wonderful life the fact that you can see in color when there are people out here in the world who are literally colorblind the fact that you can walk on your own that you can walk, period. The fact that you are breathing air right now. Even if you had your legs amputated or you could be quadriplegic or paraplegic, you're still here for a purpose. Even if something devastating and tragic has happened in your life, you're still here breathing. You're here for a purpose you're here on purpose for a purpose don't let your physical circumstances dictate to you how your life is your life is wonderful and i know listen listen to me you may be like that's crazy that's foolish i was right two years ago the the year after or two years later, I found out I had to have my ovary removed. Like, <laughs> it's, I have a wonderful life. And I'm going to keep saying it, even when it doesn't feel wonderful. I didn't say you had a happy life. I didn't say you had, you know, your life is like, I, I didn't say that. I said, you have a wonderful life. You, you're the reason why your life is wonderful is because you're still here alive. You still have more to give. If you didn't have more to give, you wouldn't be here. Your assignment would be over with. I had plans to move away from home. This tiny town of Brunswick, Georgia. I had plans to move away from here. I was like, I can't go back there. Like, it's nothing to do. It's no opportunity or anything. And guess what? <laughs> oh, God laughed at me and said, ha, ha, ha. That's funny. My plans were good. I didn't want to be famous. I didn't want to be, which we didn't have social media content creators back then because it wasn't, social media wasn't what it is today. Um, back then so it wasn't anything about content creators and all that I didn't want to do all of that I can't sing um <laughs> I carry a tune but I can't sing uh 
So it wasn't like I was trying to be an entertainment mogul or anything. I want. I just. I just wanted to have a family. That's all I wanted. But God had better, and it's not that having a family isn't a good plan. No, He saw my plan. Okay, she wants to have a family. Okay. I got more in store for her than just that. I have more for her than just that. And there may be a lot of you out there who are listening. You may have plans for your life or your plans didn't go the way you wanted them to go. And you're going, what did I do wrong, God? You didn't do anything wrong. He just has better plans. Your plans were good, but he has better He has more in store for you. You may be wondering why you're going through the stuff that you're going through. Like, oh Lord, that's not what I prayed for. No, it is what you prayed for. But you have to go through this in order to get to what you prayed for. But the experience that you're gaining while you're going through the hard thing that you're going through is going to help you to manage what you've asked for. Mhm. Mhm. Because when I think about the fact that I only have one ovary, not that I wouldn't appreciate children when I had them with two. That's going to make me ever more grateful, even more grateful for my babies, knowing that my chances were literally cut in half of conceiving on top of being diagnosed with PCOS, polycystic ovary syndrome, which makes it even harder to conceive. On top of I'm almost 38 years old and I'm still single. You know, like all of that. Can you imagine what kind of miracle the Lord is going to work in my life in that area? (laughs) <laughs> like I'm I'm older still no children like can you imagine huh. can you imagine what he's going to do with what you feel like has been completely and utterly destroyed can you can you imagine what kind of miracle he's going to do in your life with the little bit that you have with the mess that you have. You may have even made the mess. But can you imagine what he's going to do? He's going to take it and he's going to make something so beautiful out of it. Some of you are sitting here tonight. Wanting to end your life. Because you may not have family. You may have lost your job. Your children may not like you. Your wife may not like you. Your husband may not like you. Your husband or your wife may have said they they want a divorce. You may have lost a parent. You may have lost a sibling this year. You may just be by yourself. You may just be extremely, extremely lonely. Don't do it. Don't, don't do it. He has an expected end for you. 
He thinks thoughts of peace, not of evil, to bring you to the expected end. He knows the plans, for I know the plans that I have for you, thus saith the Lord. Don't do it. Do not end your life. I'm going to tell you something my mom always has always told me. She still tells me. This is not going to be forever. This is not going to last forever. And I hate it. I got to the point where I hated her saying that. I did not want her saying it to me. It was like pouring salt into a wound. Or pouring alcohol into a wound. It was like. I'm tired of hearing that because everything I see, this is how it is. I mean, I moved back home from college in 2009 and I stayed with my parents from 2009 until 2020. I stayed in my parents' home for 11 years, abiding by their rules. Curfew, y'all, curfew. And I was an adult with a curfew. Oh my gosh, y'all. I had a curfew and I was a grown person. And my mom would sit on the side of my bed and she would say, this is not always going to be. This is not going to last forever. And I'm like, stop saying that. Like, look at where I am. But she would say, she say, this is not going to last forever. I know it's hard, but it's not going to last forever. And she was right, because right now I am sitting in my spare bedroom doing a podcast in my house that the Lord blessed me with. It may have taken a long time to get here, but I'm here. Don't end your life. They say Christmas Eve. Christmas Day, New Year's is a time where suicide rates go up tremendously. I'm I'm begging you, do not end your life. Don't end your life. It is not going to be forever. It is not. This is not going to last forever. And I know that's probably not what you want to hear. If I could just reach out and hug you, I would just hug you and I wouldn't even say anything. I would just sit in the silence with you in this moment. Because I can feel your weight. I can feel the weight that you feel with every breath that you take. And you're like, what's the point? The enemy is lying to you with those rhetorical questions of what's the point? Nobody cares. Who would come looking for me? The Bible says Jesus stands at the door and he knocks. Jesus is standing at the door knocking. He's standing at the door of your heart knocking. He's knocking. Answer the door for Jesus. Don't do it. Your life is wonderful. It may not be what you've hoped for. It may not be what you dreamed of. It may be a big giant mess. But just keep living. Keep fighting. 
Don't give up the fight. Smokey Norful. He has a song. And um, I'm going to see if I can find it. Mm. It's called Dear God. Um, this song makes me cry. Like <laughs> everything makes me cry. <sighs> the song says, "It feels so good to make it this far." And I didn't think I could take it so long. There were days I wanted to quit. I said, "Surely this is it," but I held on. And I watched so as so-called friends turn and walk away. It hurt so much I didn't have words to say. But even when my day turns to night and nothing seems just right, Lord, I thank you for my life. For my life, Lord, I thank you for every victory in you I've seen. And all the moments I know it was you who kept me. So I thank you for my life. And I watched you take my family from there to here. And when times were a little rough, God, I know you were near. In the moments I thought I'd fail, I was reminded of your nails. So I held on. And if I never lived to see another day, there is nothing I would change or take away. I've had so many ups that they far outweigh my downs. Lord, I thank you for my life. I realized some didn't make it. I could have been one of the ones who lost my way. And there were times, Lord, I knew I almost went crazy, but I'm still here with my life. It may not be all that I hoped for. And every dream has not yet been realized. And to see your face one day, God, I know it's all going to be worth it. So I thank you for every mountain, every valley. God, everything you brought me through. Thank you. I know it was you. I just want to take the time to say thank you, Jesus, for my life. It's a wonderful life, y'all. And we've only been given one life. And this life sucks a good bit of the time. <laughs> but it's still a wonderful life. And I thank God for each and every one of you who've come and hung out with me this year. I thank God for your faithfulness to my podcast, not because of me, but because of the Lord. The fact that I have about 2,200 downloads and it hasn't even been a full year lets me know that the Lord is working through me. He's using me even when I'm not faithful to him. That's why I love him so much because I don't deserve to be here either. I don't deserve his goodness and his mercy. I don't deserve anything that he has for me. I don't deserve it. And he still blesses me. He still keeps me. He still covers me. 
I don't deserve him. I don't deserve his love. I don't deserve his patience with me. I don't deserve to be the apple of his eye, but he says that I am. And even though it seems like I took a lot of L's the past couple of years, I thank him for those losses, those quote unquote losses. Because in Genesis 50 and 20, it says what the enemy meant for evil. God turned around for my good to save much people alive. When Joseph was speaking with his brothers. So I thank God for using me, for using my mistakes, for using my shortcomings to be a blessing to so many people. And I'm grateful. I thank him for my life. And I thank him for you. And that's going to do it for season two of Blessed is She That Believe. Taking a little break. And I will see y'all in the new year, Lord willing, 2024. So Merry Christmas to you and your loved ones. And Happy New Year. And for those of you who may be by yourself, I love you. If no one else tells you, I love you. I love you so much. Thank you for being here. Thank you for fighting each and every day to be here. Thank you so much. I love you and I care for you. God bless you. And I will talk to y'all later. See you in 2024.